As Christians, we can sometimes think that being associated with someone can either make us more righteous or maybe we think we inherit that person's sin if we get too close to them. Join us for a discussion about a real-time God on the way. Welcome to The Way with Leslie King and Scott Grimmett. See the ocean, how it sways in the sun. Now we're going to be looking in this episode at verses, chapters 18, throughout chapter 18 in the book of Ezekiel, where the Lord's talking with Ezekiel about apparent religious spirit or misunderstanding about the spiritual state of individuals because of the sinfulness of their fathers, or possibly there's a spirit going around or their misunderstanding that, well, because I did some good things previously in my life, and now I'm kind of doing bad things, um, my good things from the past actually cover up my bad things right. in the current moment. So we're going we're gonna to kind of unpack that a little bit um, because it really represents something about God's presence in our life. Right, right. And people are going to be kind of a, a curious about this because we're going into the Old Testament on this. You don't get that a lot in teaching these days. Yeah. That's this is an enigma of sorts because uh, the Lord actually goes into this rant. Um, and yeah, he does. I think it's very important for us to dial in and see what he said here. Absolutely. So the first one we're going to put with a, a biblical concept like what we've been doing. And this biblical concept is there are no blanket waivers. Mm -hmm. And what we see in Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 20, is that God does not condemn the sons for the sins of their fathers. So God is aware of everything we do real time um, and in our own lives, and we are not judged by the lives of others by any sense of the imagination. Now, it seems in Christianity today that there are people out there that think that because they're in a certain denomination or because... Um, they have a so-called holy teacher or leader or whatever their doctrine is that they somehow in inherit um, the righteousness of those individuals and somehow they feel like they get a waiver of sin in their lives because they're under a covering or they're under a mantle or they're under something like that. Um, and I think that can be very dangerous. It could be. And one of the other things that we learn from this chapter is the fact that God is paying attention. He's dialed in. Yeah. Uh, he is, uh, in fact, he's engrossed in our lives in very meaningful yeah. ways. Yeah. He, it, it matters to him. Yeah. Not only how we live, but what we're saying, what we're thinking. What we're feeling. That's right. You're right. Yeah. There, there are too many things like in it, when, when Hollywood tries to talk about uh, discourse about God and stuff, they, they always miss it because they miss this element of God. We are his children. He's dialed in on us and he cares very deeply. And this, this, this chapter it illustrates that beautifully. Absolutely. And he's paying very close attention to what we're doing now. We do get grace, but grace is not a waiver for sin because someone else did the right thing or, or in turn, we are not condemned for the sin of another person. So, you know, I think it's real important for us to realize that yes, in the new Testament, we have grace, but grace is not a, a waiver for sin. And it seems like we keep thinking that if we're under the right umbrella of some kind, that we inherit their righteousness and we don't have to worry about our sin, or maybe it's the doctrine I've been taught. Right. Um, God is real time, not in doctrine. He's real time in the motives of the heart. That's right. That's right. And the, the second thing we learn that points sticks out to me in this yeah. uh, is um, how deeply he cares about our actions. 
Oh, you know, yes. he's, he, not only is he paying attention, <laughs> but our words mean things to him. Yeah, they you do. Know, he reacts to them. Yeah. Uh, actions have consequences. You know, good and evil are not relative. People like to think that good and evil right now are relative. They are not. Uh, good and evil doesn't mean what you want it to mean. That's right. It means what God defined it to mean, and he did it in his Bible. Yeah, he did right. it in his word over Absolutely. and over again. Uh, throughout this chapter, Jesus expresses himself like a seasoned litigator. Oh, you know, he, okay. he comes to make a case. You know, I I love I love the setting of this because you know you know the Ezekiel is sitting there you know, minding his own business and then the word of the Lord <laughs> Jesus Christ Himself this is one of his theophany uh, mm-hmm. uh, appearances yeah you know walks into the room casually and says all right I want you to take this down that's I have right. something on my mind that's, here. Right. that's and, how the chapter starts out yeah, exactly and, He's and like, actually, wake up Ezekiel <laughs> and, and that's one of the most fascinating things about this chapter is because really it, the, Ezekiel does almost no talking at yeah. all in this chapter yeah the entire chapter is all Jesus it's dictated to you him. know it's yeah. dictated to him by the word of the mm-hmm. Lord who we yeah. know is Jesus in, yeah. in his pre-incarnate form uh yeah, it's, and he he constructs it though like a seasoned litigator. He's like, "You're yeah. saying this, I'm saying this. Are my ways unjust? Right, right. Is it not your ways that are unjust? Right. It's a fascinating thing. Yeah. And and yet, uh, as he goes on, his heart is always drawn to telling people to repent, right. to repent. At one, at one point, like in verse 21, it gets real. He says, "But if a wicked person turns away from all his sins that they have committed." keeps all my decrees and does what is just and right, that person right. will surely live. They will not die. They will not die. He, he also goes to tell them, I don't want anyone right. to be punished. Right, right. He says that none of the offenses they have committed against them will be remembered against them because the, the righteous things they have done, they will live. They will you live. Know, you know, yeah. he actually ends this whole chapter by saying, repent. I don't want you to Le- be to die right. to be punished. But that yeah. doesn't mean he's going to, to let people skate over what is just in his sight. Right. God has never changed. God, God has to be just. God has to be just. And so many of these things that you read, I, I really encourage anybody watching this program to yeah. look up Ezekiel 18 and whatever right. Bible you have, whatever version you like, and read through this. Read it right. carefully. What you're going to hear is language that is eerily consistent with Jesus. Absolutely. Um, he, he, I say eerily because you could literally take it and almost almost paste it into the Gospels. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, okay, now we've we've kind of touched on that. Um, no one is found guilty because of the sins of their fathers. There right. are no blanket waivers. We're all accountable. Right. And he is real-time paying attention. All right, now the next one is real-time repentance versus past deed reliance. Uh-oh. And so he Ezekiel shifts from going... You're not going to be righteous by your father's good works, and you're not going to be condemned for sin because of his sin. And then he goes on to telling him how, but your previous works in your life, if you turn to sin, are actually not going to save you. The righteous person who um, turns from that and commits sin oh. is going to be held accountable for the sin they're currently in. See, that's the crusher. It's like that first is scary stuff. Oh man, because at first he says he's talking about the wicked turning and being saved. Mm-hmm. Okay, we see a lot of that in our teaching even today. We right. see a lot of that. Right. You don't see a lot of what uh, in our teaching from the pulpits today. What we see conversely here, the crusher is he, Jesus, and this is a quote now. Yeah. Jesus says, "But if a righteous person turns from their righteousness and commits sin." and does the same detestable things that the wicked person does, will they live? None of the righteous things that person has done will be remembered. remembered. Because of the unfaithfulness they are guilty of and because of the sins they have committed, they will die. Right. This is also seen in the New Testament. Right. People want to think that this that none of this is the law. Basically, and I want to take a second to actually yeah. break that down too. Yeah. This is not the Mosaic law. Right. This is not Moses on the mountain saying, keep this and you will live. This is just a simple dissertation, a rant, if you will, from God Almighty who walks into the room 
basically a cost Ezekiel and says, write this down. I want people to right. know how I feel on this. Right. God doesn't change. And he's sitting on the mountain in his flesh as Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he says pretty much the same things in Matthew chapter 7. Yeah, absolutely. And the interesting part is, is that it continues to move through here, and it becomes very clear that the equivalent to this in the New Testament um, actually ends up being works for salvation or works for favor or works right. for love or works for forgiveness. It doesn't real that work that way. God no, is real doesn't. time, and he's constantly paying attention to our every move and our every motive, and that's what this is getting at. God is sharing his heart with Ezekiel so that we would know his heart and that we would be moved from our hearts to understanding that our past righteous works don't mean anything if we continue to do bad things and we turn a blind eye to his heart. Right. It proves that God is real time. Mm -hmm. The past is the past. It's gone. Right. The future has not happened yet. Right. To us. Right. God lives us with us forever in the now. He is with us in the now. He's with us now. He's drilled. He's not just with us in the now. He's drilled in. Laser right. tight on right. you right yeah. now. There are no babysitters, person, right? Every person, right. <laughs> right. What The decisions we make in the now, real time, mm-hmm. have salient consequences. You know, Absolutely, that, they do. In Matthew 7 here, you know, going back to the point that we made just a moment ago, right. I'll read it right out of, the, out of the Bible. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom, but only those who do the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and drive out demons in your name and perform many miracles? Right. You don't do that unless you know the Lord. You have right. to be in covenant with the Lord. You have to be in, in fellowship with him to be able to even work on that level. And yet That's when right. they came to the Lord in this sub, in, the, in this substruct, they they literally thought they were being okay. They actually right. argued with him, as you right. pointed out in the past. Right. And, and the Lord said, I didn't know you. I don't right. know you. It, he is real right. Time right. and again, the wicked and the wicked get turning to righteous. The righteous turning to wicked. That could be the same person. Right. The heart of God here is mercy. Right. Real time, His He wants you to. Are new every you day. know, if you have if you have to repent a hundred times, do it. Do it absolutely. Well, and I think that gets to the real point here of the fact that these individuals said they knew Jesus, and then all of a sudden they started operating outside the heart of Jesus in a way that was evil and in a way that turned from whatever they were doing. Now it could be that God was using them to reveal Himself because He'll use evil people. Right. So it's hard to say in there, but the thing is, is that He says just because you say Lord, Lord. Lord, and your lips are moving doesn't mean you're staying with me. No, no, he he he's real time, but his heart is for you. That, this is all about mercy and grace. He that's right. It's like you cannot imagine, and I've seen this. Sadly, I've seen this mm, for, okay. for, firsthand. Um, a fifty-year marriage mm-hmm. ruined because one of them steps out after yeah. fifty years of marriage. I've seen this yeah. uh, where they should have been. In, they were in the twilight of their life, and they should have been. Surrounded by grandchildren and grandchildren and, and basically checking out this life with, with happiness. He goes off and finds some younger woman. She is crushed and actually literally dies from a broken heart. No. I, th- I'm telling you a real story. Right. Everything that came before there was absolutely utterly ruined because he forgot that life is real time. Everything that we do down here is real right. time. It's not just God. He set it up like that. Right. And he's no, ex- he's no exception. People forget that we're supposed to move forward with each day with a heart of humility listening to and examining ourselves to make sure that we're not engaged in evil acts or sin. And when we realize it, we repent. That's right. And repent. he's faithful. He's, he's you know? faithful. And then not to be thinking. 70 times 7. Right. And just because we think, well, I did something good last week or I gave a little more in the plate this week, uh, I covered it up for the wrong thing <laughs> I just did. No. Um, yeah. Like you've always said, God will not be fooled and he cannot be bought. No, he can't be bought. No, and yeah. As Paul said, he can't be mocked either. 
That's absolutely true. All right. So we're going to kind of tie a bow on this, everybody, with a couple of the uh, recap on the on the key concepts. And the first one was no blanket waivers. Nope. You do not get a waiver for your sin, or do you get um, actually condemned for the sin of your fathers, nope. is the way Ezekiel put it. But the whole idea comes into somebody else sinning or even somebody else being righteous, we don't bequeath that. We don't, we don't inherit the sin, mm-hmm. and we don't inherit the waiver of our sin we all stand um, on of our, our own. own. We all stand on our own. Um, we all know that very well. The second one is real-time repentance or past deed reliance. And if you feel like your past deeds are going to be credited to you and deducted away from your evil deeds, you are going to be sadly mistaken when Jesus said, just because you said, Lord, you don't know me and I don't know you. All right. And then the next one is what matters are today's victories or failures. And Sorry. I think that's a great statement because the past is the past. Get up every day. The past is not as important as the future and every moment that we have, and that should be spent in humility and examination and caution to do the right things. And then when we mess up, because we will, we get on our knees. Get on your knees. Get on our knees. That's and right. we look for that repentance. And that's where grace comes in. And that's where grace comes in. I believe it. You get on your knees, and the grace of God is there for you every time. We don't. Never, ever, 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 ever give up. That's exactly it. And we don't want to break the heart of God. No. By taking advantage of grace. That's right. All right. We want to thank you for tuning in to this episode. We do invite you to come visit us at thetruthandthelife.com. Now, shows like this are supported by viewers like you, and we appreciate all of those that give. And so please come visit us. And if you feel moved by the show and the teaching, we ask you to go ahead and support uh, The Way, The Truth, and The Life broadcast. Until the next time on The Way. To learn more about The Way, visit thetruthandthelife.com. Send me a sense of tomorrow.